Talk Derby to me. Do you like it? Talk Derby to me. Yes. I've never started a podcast by singing before, but you do it on your golf life. and You definitely carry it on, mate. It's going to be a big hit. Big hit. Do you reckon? Sensational. Go on, give it another go. Go on. I'll tell you what. Talk Darby to me. Yeah. How you been? How's lockdown been for you? All right, mate. Not bad at all. Uh, first um, first month, uh, sorry, first couple of weeks I struggled a bit mentally, but got used to it. Bought myself a bike. Um, been working hard on Soccer AM and the Golf Channel, so you can play golf now. So that's good. So yeah, it's all good. First couple of weeks, bad. And then, yeah, got used to it. I've seen you, like, we had a quick chat before, and I've seen you, um, the stuff you put on social media, you seem to be as busy as ever like doing doing what you'd normally do but via zoom and, and via the, the wonders of technology yeah it's it's mad everyone's like oh cool you know you must you know you must be getting nice to have a bit of time off i was like at one stage i was doing like three or four interviews for sky a week yeah. and it's not just doing the zoom call and then i've got to go and edit it and stuff yeah. like that so, but, but you know what i love it so much it's not really a chore but it's time consuming so mm. so yeah it's, it's been good man it's been, but bloody busy probably the busiest i've ever been if i'm honest You've got the Golf Channel as well now, and I came along to the Belfry about, well, it seems about five years ago, but it was only about four months. It was just before yeah, lockdown, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't believe you've not called the channel YouTubes. For... Well, I'll tell you something, mate. I'll tell you something. <laughs> tell you something. We did. Oh, okay. We did, call it, we did call it YouTubes, but no, no one could find it. Everyone oh, was like, mate, we can't find your channel. We're, we're typing in YouTubes. And it says, you know, when it comes up, do you mean YouTube? They're like, no, no got, YouTube's, yeah. YouTube's. It was like, so everyone was trying to look for it. And everyone kept saying to me, like, mate, this is a great name, but we can't find your channel because it was when we were new. That's what we called it when we first started. Mm-hmm. So it was YouTube's for about a month. And then we, uh, then we sacked it off. What's the, what's the uh, idea and the inspiration for our YouTube channel? Because it's you and your brother, Big Ange, isn't it, that, that do it. Yeah. And it's all golf-based content. Have you always been a a golf fan or is it just something different you can gather? No, not really. It's like, I, I, sort, I, sort of, I sort of dabbled with it when I was, when I was more, well, say, younger. I'm 37 years old now, but I played a little bit. But then when I gave up alcohol four years ago, as a, like, was a big void, like, you know, because when you're sober, you have so many more hours in the day to do stuff. And obviously my life was revolved around drinking, socialising in pubs and stuff like that. So I thought, I need to take up something where I can see my mates and something that I enjoy as well. And golf is, is perfect because you can go and play golf for like four and a half hours, mm. prick around on the golf course, see your mates, and you don't have to be, end up on a vodka binge. So it's all pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's always a bonus, isn't it? Exactly. So yeah, that was, that was really... And then, and then my brother said, um, you know, you've got quite a few connections, footballers, mm. stuff like that. And you, on Instagram, you all see them playing golf. So then we were like, you know, why don't we start a YouTube channel um, about, about, you know, footballers and golf? So we did, and we're a year old now, and it's going pretty well, to be fair. So I love it, mate, because on the YouTube channel, 
like with I was saying the other week, when you do a Sky interview, they go, right, Tubes, you've got uh, this week, you've got six minutes in the rundown. And you're like, mm. all right, cool. That's quite a long time for an interview to go on television. But you could do an interview that's like, you could speak for 15 minutes of it. And 12 minutes of that is like, you're thinking that's gold. Do you know what I mean? That's, that is so good. But then you have to come back to the edit suite and go, I've got to lose half of this. Mm-hmm. And the majority of the time, that other six minutes never sees the light of day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So with, a, with the golf YouTube channel, I can go on the golf course for an hour and I can show an hour. Do you know what I mean? And so yeah. like, we released Jamie Redknapp yesterday and he's just telling story after story after yeah. story after story. Imagine if that was TV, you'd be like, I've got to lose the uh, Harry Redknapp jockey story or I've got to use the Ronaldo because you've got to lose something. Yeah. So, and it's quite chilled. It's quite, it's like a podcast, like what you do, but playing golf at the same time. So it's, it's good, man. I love it. The thing that strikes me is it's you got had some massive names like Terry Redknapp. Um, one of my favourites was Tiss because obviously unbelievable yeah, golfer yeah. watching that. But you can tell that they enjoy doing something different as well because they it's not just a normal sit down or tell us about that time. It's like it's they're out and they're playing golf and they're having a the crap with you. Yeah, do you know what, Blake? That was that was the thinking behind it. Yeah, you know, if you say to someone, "Look, we'll go to your local golf course, we'll play golf." And then I'll just ask you questions. They go, yeah, quality. Mm. So everyone's yeah. like, everyone's like, mate, I'm up for it. Let me know when you want to do it. So we've got people coming to us now going, can I do that four-hour challenge? I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. So it's, it's, you know, they're playing golf. They're doing something they enjoy. I've always thought that with, with interviews and footballers. Like, if you go in with the mindset that you want a big story or you want to, you if you're going to talk to them about a game, like, what's the point of asking a footballer? Big game at the weekend, isn't it? What's he gonna what's he gonna say? He's never ever he's never ever gonna go, nah, not really, mate. Um, doesn't really mean anything. We can't get to Europe, we can't go down, so it's not really that important. They just they just turn in, they just turn into a robot and go, Yeah, massive game, got to get the three points, gaffer's been working hard, you know what I mean? So it's it's how you approach these people. So if you're on a golf course pricking around going, Who's the funniest bloke you've played with? They're like they get involved and you know, it makes good viewing. Yeah, I've had it a little bit recently. I've had uh, Lee Camp and Craig Bryson. Bryson's obviously a Derby legend. Scored yeah. against Forest, and, and Camp's now deferred to being a Red Dog. But um, but they, I've had them pair now because they were giving each other stick. They're now texting me to go to each other and go and tell Trumpy his podcast was pathetic and tell him this. And because they just love it, it's it's different. Yeah, to go, well, that was a massive three points. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. It's what we've trained all week for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, I, do you know what? I probably prefer not to get the three points. Really. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. What's the, what's the aim for, for the YouTube channel? Have you got anything in mind where you want to go with it next? I've got to say well done to you as well. Top eight in the UK. Oh, mate. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Talk Darby to me. Talk Darby to me. What's the what? Well, see, uh, have you got a goal in mind? Because obviously with my podcast, I just try and get great guests on every single time, make it as good as I can. And never in a million years did I think I'd get in the top 10. But it happened because luckily I got someone decent on. Um, and hard work, mate. And hard work. Yeah. Well, thank you. But have you, you got... Pick up yourself a bit. I know, yeah, I know. I need to a little did bit. We, did we have a... Well, yeah, we have... We had... Because um, we've both got full-time jobs, you see. We both work at Sky. So, it's, so 
it's hard because we, I, I want to do it. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. But financially, you couldn't just go and do that at the mm. moment because we're not making anywhere near the amount of money we should, what we are at Sky sort of thing. So we've, we've set little goals for each year and we, we beat uh, last year's goal quite easily. So hopefully this year's goal will get beat easily and then we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah. and then see where it takes us. So I don't know yet. We've got, we've got goals, but it's like a certain amount of subscribers, a certain amount of views, and we beat that. So we're doing yeah. all right. Yeah, and well, if anyone's listening who hasn't got, uh, seen it, there's loads and loads of content out there, and it is brilliant. If you're a YouTube fan, because like, the four-hole challenges are 45 minutes up to an hour, and it is brilliant content, so go and check that out. It's, it is brilliant. Thank you, mate. Um, how long have you been at Sky for now, then? It must be 20-odd years, is it? Yeah, double testimonial. Wow. yeah i started when i was 16 so yeah 21 years that's incredible how did you first get started uh i my mum used to teach uh martin tyler's kids at school wow. so, I mean, so i did one week work experience in a golf shop selling golf shoes and i was pathetic at it and then martin tyler said oh he likes football your boy doesn't it and my mum was like yeah he's like well do you want me to see if he can do a week's work experience and she was like, oh, yeah, he'd love that. So Martin sorted it out for me. And uh, I ended up, they went, oh, you're on, a, you're, on a, uh, you're on a team called Soccer AM. And that was when Soccer AM, hardly anyone knew about it. But I did because my uncle, my uncle Steve, was like, you've got to watch this thing on Sky. I didn't have Sky at the time. But he goes, come around and watch this thing on Sky. It's, it's mental. It's, it's a proper brilliant football show. So I knew all the characters. I knew Lovejoy, I knew Fenners, I knew Sheephead and all that. So when I walked in the uh, the office for the first my first week of work experience, I was proper starstruck. Like they were like, "Oh, you, you watch it?" I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, oh, "You must be the only one of ten people who've watched it." It's only been going about a year, and yeah, I never left really. Just made teas and worked for free for four years. Every Saturday, going in making teas and stuff like that. And then I was one day away from going to university, uh, Canterbury Christchurch, had all my bags packed, and a woman called Pippa from Sky phoned up. She said, uh, I've just had Tim Lovejoy in the office. He says, I've got to give you a job. And I said to him, but there is no job. He said, make a job up and give it, and give it to him because he needs to stay here because I want to get him on Soccer AM when, we got, um, when someone leaves. Yeah. So yeah, they went, oh, you're now the runner of the sports library. I was like, what's that? She goes, I don't even know what it is. But I just made it up. <laughs> really? <laughs> you, start, you start tomorrow. I was like, ah, oh, okay. So I just phoned up the university. I said, oh, you know, I'm starting tomorrow. They're like, yeah. I said, yeah, I'm not coming. I'm, you know what? So I went to Sky the next day. So, um, yeah, so that was that. And then I started at Sky and uh, worked on the sports library for four years, I think, four years. Still doing Soccer AM on the Saturday. And then the job came up on Soccer AM and then, that's they're still there now, so lucky, Incredible. really. Thank what you, Tim Lovejoy. Yeah, legend. And what an what an emotional journey from Peter the Test Tube baby to rapping in front of people like The Rock and like Denzel Washington. And <laughs> it's, it's just, that whole sentence is just mental in itself. Peter the Test Tube baby, a, a grown man dressed in a nappy. It wasn't even a nappy. It was a it was a bathroom rug that we pulled up. <laughs> And then got gaffer tech. It wasn't even, we didn't even get the nappy made properly. You used to have a fag on. Yeah. <laughs> and a can of, and a can and of a, beer. You used to spray the can of beer. Yeah, quite ironic, really. So, know, yeah. 
had a fake cigarette, a can of beer, a bathroom mat wrapped around me with loads of gaffer tape coming out like bringing the balls out. Three years later, I'm trying to be a rapper in front of Denzel Washington. I was Jesus, it's all it's all gone off, isn't it? Oh mate. Yeah, so no, it's been it's been interesting. Can you pick a highlight from your time at, at Soccer AM? Obviously, I think if I had to look back, I think I can remember one episode of Soccer AM when there was The Rock, a boxer, Van der Holyfield, and then Danny Dyer and Tamar Hassan all on the same. Yeah. And when they were punching the thing, I remember, I remember the episode and I remember your question to The Rock. And I made, that, that stuck in my heart. That was probably, what, 15 years ago? Yeah, was it? You can, I can smell... Uh... Oh, it was... Um, Oh, I'm in love with Trevor Brooking. Oh, I'm in love with you. Smell what yeah. they're going, oh, It doesn't matter what the choose is cooking. <laughs> and he's going, do you? Do you respond to that? Tamara, Tamara, Sam, and Danny go and go. That was naughty, guys. <laughs> the rocks just sat there, just like, what the hell? Evander Holyfield's like, uh, uh, mm. <laughs> mental. Um, the highlight of Soccer M so far. Wow. Wow. Just meeting. So many great people, especially Chelsea players. Yeah, you know. So you know, like Frank Lampard, John Terry, Gianfranco Zola, my hero. Probably as well playing the first day at the new Wembley. Of course, yes. We had Robbie Knox on who, who used the uh, first goalkeeper to win a trophy at the new Wembley. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that was incredible. You know, before any of like you know the top footballers could play, there's soccer and badges running around it. It's like. Robbie Knox in gold, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely madness. But that was that was incredible, really. But I've had so many good memories, you know, yeah. and, I, and I continue to have them. So yeah, it's going good. Did anyone ever pie you when you when you're going into rap in front of like absolute mega stars? Because oh yeah, there's a lot of confused faces, but they they always most of the time they kind of took it as oh well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were they were confused. I was confused <laughs> with what I was actually doing. <laughs> <laughs> Not just them. I was like, what am I doing sat in the Savoy Hotel in London going, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Um, yeah, quite a few. Steve Coogan didn't get it. He didn't get it at all. Uh, Jessica Alba thought I was a complete weirdo. <laughs> oh, got me. Um, she asked her people to take me out immediately after the interview. Um, Bruce Willis's people said, he doesn't. can you not do the rap in front of him? Um, to just wrap to an empty chair. I just went, well, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? And then I, then I ended up doing it, and he loved it. There's so many weird things. There's so, many, uh, John, was it? Is it John Rourke? No, John. Oh, Mickey Rourke. Oh, Mickey Rourke, who did the wrestler, and yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the funniest one. That was one of the weirdest ones. I haven't really spoke about this actually. Oh, a bit of an exclusive for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to me. <laughs> Exclusive. Um, Mickey Rourke, here, it was the weirdest thing. I walked into the interview and he was sat there in the hotel room with a dog, a little dog. Yeah. And he was smoking a cigarette. And I was like, ah, oh. he was all right, mate. And I was like, all right. And he said, uh, go on then. I thought he was joking. I was like, he's holding a dog, talking to the dog with a, with a, with a fag on the go. I went, oh, um, I don't think I can show it if you're smoking. I said, I mean, the dog's just a bit weird, but the dog can stay. But you're smoking. I can't really, 
you know, I won't be able to show it on, you know, Saturday morning TV. And he was like, well, come on then. And just kept smoking. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, okay. So I, I can't remember what I did, but I did the rap thing to him. And the answer was pretty good. But the half, the halfway through, he just started going, yeah, anyway, you're being a good boy, aren't you? Oh, you you get some biscuits later. <sighs> like, I'm exactly like, this is the weird, this is the weirdest thing. Ever. And I was like, is it? So then he'd start talking to him, he's going, yeah, anyway. So to answer your, answer your question, he was like, oh, who's a good doggy then? <laughs> I was like, I went, all right, cheers, Mickey, cheers, mate. He's like, no problem, mate. And I walked out, I was like, well, that was a bit weird. And then as I was leaving, I was just getting all my stuff going. Well, they were like, how was it, man? I was like, mm, yeah, interesting. I'm not sure if it's going to air, but his people came out and went, oh, yeah, Mickey's realised he was being a bit of an idiot. Um, he's, he wants to apologise. I walked back in the room, and he's still there with his dog. And he was like, sorry about that. It was a bit, un you know... You seem, you seem all right. You, you know, come on, we'll do it again. So I sat down and did it normally. His dog was still there, but he wasn't smoking or anything. So <laughs> really? like, yeah, I was like, that's weird. Yeah. But yeah, there's been loads of like Denzel Washington getting me in a headlock, walking me through the corridor of the Savoy or whatever hotel it was. Can't remember. Um, yeah, that, that was brilliant. So yeah, uh, Colin Farrell saying... He's the only guy I want to interview me ever, ever again. Any film junket, this is the guy. And then went to swig a bottle of water, but there was no water, there was no water in it. So he tried, to, he tried to style it out. He went. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> so funny. Oh, it's so incredible. Yeah. I can remember, I, I don't know where I've heard this before. It might've been on another podcast you've done, so I'm not nicking material, but the, the what about Slash as well, when I, I, the what was the rap him? You're, You're top, top man, man, you are mash. I'm like roasted, but I prefer mash. Ooh, slash, <laughs> I really love mash. <laughs> and then you put a load of mashed potato in your face. Yeah, and then I chucked loads of smash, mashed potato all over my face and then got lobbed out by his very, very angry bouncers. That was like, it was so funny because I was down the floor with a dustpan and brush trying to get rid of the mash because it was a new shop they were trying to promote and I had all these bouncers over me. Get out, man! Get out! I was like, let me let me clean the mash first. But yeah, but he was good. He phoned, he phoned up afterwards and apologised. That is him and his people acted like that. But he was he, he had every right to do that because he had said no media. And yeah. they went, oh, you'll, you'll be all right. You just go and do your one question. That's still media, isn't it? So yeah. it's still media. So yeah. But the worst thing about that is he pulled the meet and greet afterwards. So I was getting like hate mail and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's not my fault. <laughs> Mashed potatoes fault. <laughs> did you um I think I know the answer to this question because you're a natural at it, but did you find the transition from doing daft stuff like that to actually going out and speaking to Premier League footballers a difficult difficult jump or obviously being a football fan, did it come quite naturally? It wasn't a difficult jump, but I don't think I tran I don't think I changed, I transformed to it. what's the word? Transitioned? Trans Transition, that's the one. I'm not the sharpest. I didn't transition that well because I was still... Because, basically, I didn't want to do the rapping anymore. I didn't want to do this really silly stuff anymore. But my boss was saying, you have to, you have to. I said, oh, look, I'm not doing it. I'm 30 years old now. It's not funny. It's run its course. It's, it's not funny. 
he's like, no, but it's the best bit of the show. I'm like, well, that just shows how bad the show is at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Because it's mm. it's tired. So I said, but I want to do I want to do more serious stuff, like not serious stuff, but you know, more like lifestyle with you know, sit down and have a chat with footballers and stuff like that. Um, but I didn't transition that well because I was still doing. So I'd ask a really good football question, but then I'd follow it up with, uh, "Yeah, what's your favourite fruit?" Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So it was yeah. like, it was like, are you doing? Are you still trying to be the the, the clown, or are you still? Are you, do you want to be, you know, someone who's asking about football and you know more lifestyle? So the transition. I'm glad I did it and said, stood my guard and said, no, I'm not doing this no more. I don't want to be that guy with going and putting paint on my head or chicken coolers, whatever, run with the word, the guest, you know what I mean? But I didn't transition too well. I spent about six months to maybe a year still doing a bit of both. Yeah. If that makes sense. Do you know what I mean? So I'd ask a really good question. They'd be like, oh yeah, cool, 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 cool. And I'd be like, yeah, so what's your thoughts on pomegranates? And they'd be yeah. Like, yeah, so it was a bit... Yeah, but yes, it works out well. Do you think without that difficult transition, though, um, people at home watching that one week you're, like, say, tipping a chicken corner over your head going, but then, um, but then next week you're doing a serious sit-down interview with a, a footballer, do you think, oh, Tubes is taking himself a bit seriously now? Do you think you not, need that little transition? Not really. I don't think I ever, unless it's, unless it's a, a football manager yeah. where you know you you know, I don't like the word banter really, but you know the banter is not going to be flying unless it's Sean Dyche, who's an absolute lunatic. Um, I don't really do serious interviews, but I think you can tell by the way what questions I ask. Uh, like, it's hard because if you're going to be that person, you know, mm. doing, I mean, that's just extreme stupidness, like trying to be a rapper. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I was trying to be like Eminem. You know what I mean? And and, and, the, and the lyrics were nowhere near Eminem. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, that was so silly. That was so stupid. So I think I think a lot of people were going, oh, it's not as funny as all, you know, he's not as funny as that anymore. He's not as funny as that. Yeah. But I could be, I could be still doing that now. And it wouldn't, it would just be, I wouldn't be doing any of this other stuff. So it, I had to, it had to be done really. Uh, congratulations on just over four years sober now as well. Yeah, for four years, two weeks, two weeks, yeah, four, yeah. Sorry. Incredible, incredible achievement. Thanks, Appreciate uh, it. And, and obviously recovered from, a, from, from the heart attack. Was it the heart attack that brought on the decision to, to make the lifestyle change of giving up the, the alcohol? No, 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 that, no. The, that different? The heart attack was only two years ago. Was it really? Oh, apologies. Yeah. I thought it was a similar no, time no, frame. No, 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 that, that was had, that had no, I was never been fitter when I had that heart attack. That was the weirdest thing. Wow. I had a, yeah, there's nothing to do with the booze because I gave up four years ago. Um, I had a big hole in my heart. Wow. Yeah, I had a big hole in my heart. Um, and because like, when I give up the booze and all that, I was going to the gym to get the you know, your natural endorphins and the high and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I was, I was working hard and hard. I lost a load of weight and I had a hole in my heart. So that when the blood was pumping around, it was getting caught on the hole and stuff like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, the drinking and the smoking um, probably didn't help my cause. But no, it was, it was a hole in my heart that caused the heart attack, yeah. Really? But, but they did say if I had the heart attack four years ago, when I was doing all the, the vodka and the cigarettes and that, 
said you would have died on the spot. Really? Yeah, because it was such a severe heart attack. They said it was a main artery or something. So they went, because you were pretty damn fit at the time, you gave yourself another sort of 10, 15, 20 minutes. They said if you were like doing what you were doing, they were like, boom. Was it that close, really? And like, like minutes between, yeah, really? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, I was literally laying on the hospital bed. And it was like alien versus predator kind of shit. It was like the heart was going bang, 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 bang. I was like, I was like, fucking, I was only playing football like an hour and a half ago. I was, in a, I was, just, I was literally in Epsom playing football Sunday morning. Thought I had indigestion. So I was in the kitchen trying to burp out a heart attack. Seriously, I was going, I was going, I was going, oh. I was going, oh. I was like, mm, this bloody, bloody indigestion. I was just about to go Chelsea, Newcastle in the FA Cup as well. I was like, oh, this really hurts this. Next thing I knew, it was, boom. it was weird, mate. So weird. All good since? Yeah, I mean, a lot better than that. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't laugh, mate. No, you've got to laugh, haven't you? You've got to laugh, haven't you? You've got to laugh, you? laugh. But yeah, um, since, since then, I mean, I was out for six months, couldn't do much. Um, but do you know, once they um, clamped the hole, yeah. that, was, that was weird. It was like the Monday night football of heart operations, heart surgery. I swear to God, they went, Blake, they went, right, I've been in hospital for so long. And they went, do you want us to knock you out? Or do you want to stay awake during it? And I went, well, ideally, I don't really want to be watching it, but what's, if I get knocked out, what happens? They go, oh, you have to stay in hospital for another day. I went, I'm staying awake. They went, are you sure? I was like, yeah, 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 no problem. They went, all right, well, it shouldn't hurt. I was like, all right, cool. So anyway, I laid on this bed. They've got Ed Sheeran playing in the background. And they're all, they're all just dancing around like this. Like, sing along to it. And I'm like, cool. And then they bring out the big board. Like, you know, you know the big um, plasma screen they have? Yeah, 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 yeah. Gary Neville and go, yeah, he should have tracked him back there. And da, da, da. They brought this thing out. And there's this woman stood next to it going, so this is basically, this is your body. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the groin. Gonna go all the way up like this, and I was like, I just wanted to move the little tactics balls like yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Ed Sheeran's in the background. They're all talking about what they're doing at the weekend. I'm laying there. They go bang into my leg and bring it up, and then you see, you see it. They've got like a little wire, and you see it going up your body. And you're just watching it, going, "What the is going on here?" And you see it, and they clap. It's so clever. They clamp it and they bring it all back down and go, there you go. I was like, I went, yeah, you've got, no, you've got no hole in your heart now. I was like, what? I mean, it's a, it literally took about 45 minutes, I think. Clamp, clamp the hole. And then um, that was it. Done a bit of rehab. Um, they're really good, the hospital. Mm. They, well, one, one, they saved my life, so they are good. But two, they do these rehab classes afterwards. They do, um, they do like six weeks of like gym work, but it was so funny because I turned up and there's all these elder, elder people and they're like, oh dear, what are you doing here? I went, I had a heart attack. You had a heart attack? How old are you, dear? I was like, yeah, 35. <laughs> I'm like, oh dear. So I'm doing all these exercises and they're like, oh, isn't he fit? Go on, go on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but <laughs> so it was good. It was, the, it was the only one time that I've been the fittest guy in the room. <laughs> so, you got to look at the positive, don't you? <laughs> exactly, I was like that. I was like, take that, Martha. Uh, yeah. unlucky, unlucky Cyril. <laughs> yeah, I'm that Derek. <laughs> yeah, 
talk double to me. So no, it was it was uh, it was good. It was good. On the drinking side of things, four years. Do you? Is it is it something you feel like you complete not complete it? Because I don't think you ever fully will. But is it still something you have to work on, or was there a certain point where you felt like you'd you'd cracked it and and you don't get, really get craving anything anymore? Six first months. This first six months is so hard because you change your whole life. I had to change my whole life because my whole life was revolved around alcohol, which is sad in itself. Um, but what I tell to a lot of people, a lot of people I sort of contact on Instagram and Twitter and stuff when they say they have a problem, I, I always tell them the same thing. It's like it, it, it gets easier with time, like anything. You get used to living life without alcohol. Mm. But I'm not going to lie and say it's well easy just to stop because it's not. Because like anything, if you love something so much, well, I didn't. Even, I didn't even love it towards the end. I hated it, but I just had to keep it. it I could go out one night. Sorry, I could go five nights without drinking. Mm. But then, soon as I had that first sip, like that's it. Four or five days, and it wasn't like a couple of pints a night. It was vodka in the morning. Like it was disgraceful. So when you you have to change your whole life, so it's hard, but it's the best decision I've ever made. So people can. I've heard people that can do that, but I, I, it's not for me. I just don't think I could. I literally think yeah. if, I, if I had a sip of a pint now, I'd be like, let's go for it. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't be like, oh, that's, that, that tastes a bit funny. I don't think I fancy any more of that. I would be literally like, come on. So <laughs> yeah, know. I'm never touching it again. Touch yeah. wood. Yeah, it's an incredibly hard battle. I know that first time. So yeah, um, good on you, mate. Four years is, uh, is incredible. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Right, finally, Chelsea boy. Let's, yep. uh, let's make it a bit Derby related and a bit more lighthearted. Now I've just spoke about heart attacks and, <laughs> and, and, and alcoholic. alcoholic. Um, we, did, we did link the heart attack to football, though. We had the Monday night football view. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah, we, yeah I like that. I like that. Um, obviously, Frank Lampard, the gaffer. We had him last year. Gave me one of the best seasons I've had as a Derby fan ever. Um, and obviously, Mason Mount and, and Tamori. Yeah. as well on loan so uh, first of all Lamps I mean obviously he's probably your favourite player ever isn't he but what, what do you reckon to him as a gaffer absolutely brilliant mm. absolutely brilliant as you saw yesterday weren't playing well off I love him I love him he's a, he's a lovely lovely bloke um, he was one of the first people on the phone when I had the heart attack um, which is just nice in itself because we're not like close close mates you know what I mean mm. just shows what a nice man he is you know what I mean he didn't have to do that um, but a football manager just he's brilliant the way he's got the boys playing and all the players want to play for him you can tell and I, you know, I've been told firsthand by a few of them they go training's brilliant he goes Jody Morris is brilliant it's a laugh he said the previous years it was horrible it was just training was boring but you don't piss around, you know, he's yeah. the boss, he's the boss and, you know, he's not your mate, but he can have a laugh with you, but he's the boss. So they all know that, but they all want to work for him. And what he's done this year, if, if we get top four in his first season with a transfer ban. Yeah, it's incredible. It's sensational. It really is. I mean, everyone goes, oh, the players are there, the players are there. We lost the best player, well, top five player in the world, Eden Hazard, and couldn't really replace him. Do you know what I mean? He's just got people playing. Like Mason Mount. 
you know, he was playing in the championship last year. No disrespect to anyone, yeah, no, yeah, especially not Derby. But that's championship is not the Premier League, yeah, it's, it's far from it. Tomori championship, Do you know, he's brought Billy Gilmore through the ranks. No other Chelsea manager would have done that. Let those people let, let those players play at the start of the season when we have, I think, it was first game of United, everyone was like, oh dear, you know. The youngsters, like, and he just stuck with them. He's like, no, they're going to be good enough. They're going to be good enough. And, you know, and he's, and he's already planned for next season. Like, Werner, I mean, what a sign. 54 million. That is a joke. Yeah. I don't know, how he's, pulled that. I don't know how he's pulled that out of the bag, but he's, he's savvy. And people, you know, if imagine if you're a young player and you go, oh, Chelsea, won't you? You go, Frank Lampard. Yeah, all right. Exactly. I have a bit of that. It's pulling power. Whereas, you know, Sari last year. Do you want to go and play for Sari? Mm, how much do they pay him? They yeah. hit Lampard, they go. So I hope he's like Chelsea's Alex Ferguson. He I think he will be. I think so. Because he loves Chelsea. I just hopefully the board don't piss it up like they have done in, in the, the past. So. Yeah. And the thing that impressed me about his time at Derby last year was that he bought into Derby. He's never had no connection, but he came here, he brought in, he was starting the bounce. And I don't think there'd have been another manager around that could have gone to Leeds 2 0 down and got us in the playoff final because that was the Frank Lampard effect of we're winners. Stop, stop crying your heart out. <laughs> How good was that? Amazing. Amazing. So no, no, but that's what he's like because he's, yeah. a, good, he's a good bloke. And yeah. He's not the sort of guy. He, he wouldn't have gone, Frank wouldn't have gone to Derby in the back of his mind going, this might get me to Chelsea. He's gone to Derby to do the best for Derby. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but some managers, young managers, would go. If I do this, this will get me to there. He he cares. Do you know what I mean? He's like, right, this is my project. I'm going to do this the best I can. And he's, but that's just like his whole family are like that. Do you know what I mean? Redknapp's a great bloke. Jamie, mm. Harry, they're all just nice people, like proper, like proper blokes. So. Um, yeah, he's, I love him, mate. I just hope he never leaves. Yeah, he gave me some of the best memories. We beat Man United away in the cup. Uh, we should have done Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Yep. Um, it's, it's just some unbelievable results that year. Um, and obviously Leeds, just incredible. But How do you make a derby this year, this season, since he's gone? Um, first half of the season, um, uh, we've obviously had a lot to contend with because we've had the drink driving scandal um, financially irregularities before Christmas but then Mel Morris being Mel Morris has pulled one out of the hat again and got Rooney in in January and since January we've caught up um, 15 points on Forest to a fourth now we're three points off the playoffs and we play right. Preston we play Preston on Wednesday to go into the, we're level on points can go into the playoffs Wednesday and then Forest on Saturday so we've honestly the, the Rooney effect's a big thing but has, Cocker, it, has, it been, has it been that much of an effect? Oh incredible Rooney? incredible has he lifted the performance of the team, or is? Yeah, he's got. So we got Louis Sibley who scored a hat trick on his second game against Millwall last weekend. Yeah. Um, but then we've got Max Bird, another eighteen-year-old. So you've got two eighteen-year-old lads, talented. He's but then you've got Rooney great. in the middle going, yeah. just pulling the strings, mate. And he got Koku who was a world-class player. Yeah. But his temperament perfect, similar to Frank, just absolutely level-headed. Um, so yeah, I think we've given away some daft points, but we've got a lot, a lot of young academy lads coming through to the point where Mel Morris wants 50% of the first team to be academy graduates next year. So even if we miss out this year, the future is looking very rosy. Even if we have one more year with Rooney and just go, we'll use him to get in, use that to get in the Prem. But yeah. Do you think he'd be manager? 
I think he'll be next in line to have a role. Yeah, I think that's a big thing that Mel sold to him that you come here and you do your badges and you'll trans you transition into a coaching role. But that be that be like Frank though. Do you know what I mean? How good would that be? I mean, Cocker obviously a world class player, but having Rooney is in the in the backroom staff. Exactly. You'd be like, yeah, uh, Derby, yeah, Rooney, yeah, straight there. There was a, a game this year where we were um, two one up against Luton away and lost three two quite late, and Luton rooted bottom. And from what I've heard from another job, uh, Rooney tore a ship off them all and just literally went round them all and went, "That is not acceptable." Love but, that. but can you imagine like this is Rooney playing in the Championship? He scored hat tricks in the Champions League and played at World Cups, and he's at Luton away and he's still going. This does not happen. I love that. It's just standards, isn't it? That's brilliant. Well, it doesn't matter what game. You know, sometimes I play with like um, like ex pros now, in like charity matches, and they're like that. You're yeah. like, you're like bloody hell. They're like, you got track back. You got this. They're talking to some guy from the X Factory. He's about eighteen stone. <laughs> He's like, yeah, but mate, I can't really, I can't really wait. Like, no, nah, mate, you, ninety minutes. You got to put it in, son. He's like, okay, mate, okay. <laughs> I love, I love, I love seeing all that. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I saw Ian Holloway say the other day. I think it was on Quest or or, or some or Mount Sky, and he just said Wayne Rooney's got the best brain I've ever seen in English football ever, yeah, brain wise. Just just you watch him now, mate. He's got that much time on the ball. He could light a fag and still ping it sixty yards. He's just unbelievable. Be like be like Mickey Rourke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might as well take might as well take his dog on with him as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mate. Yeah, ping a little thirty yard. He he's your lad. Make the run, lad. Lovely. In his flip flops. Yeah. <laughs> Two nil. <sighs> lovely. Doggy yeah. biscuit for you. Wee wee. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Tubesy, mate. Thank you very very much, mate. Pleasure, mate. Good. Keep up Pleasure. the good work, pal. No, I appreciate it. And, uh, I'll be in touch. Let's sign it off. Three, two. One. Finished. Thank you, Cheers, pal. Thank you, mate. Bye, bye, bye. Cheers, pal.